Hello and welcome back to Super Fantastic Terrific. My name is Russ Turley. I'm Mr. Miyagi. I'm Andy Wanger. And I'm Dave Savillage. And uh, we are, you can you can always tell, Brad's always, he, he, you know, every time I think, he, oh, this is going to be a normal one. We're just going to do a normal intro, then freaking no. Mr. Miyagi shows up. I was almost Hawk, but then I just... Hawk, dude, Hawk... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was it's better than happened. lip, right? <laughs> Once you poke, just gouge your eye out so we can call you Patch. You know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, if you can't, if you don't know, if you're not, if you're not in the know, we uh, tonight are talking about uh, Cobra Kai season one just dropped on Netflix. It's been on YouTube uh, Premium for two years. But uh, they decided, which which was odd to uh, maybe not so odd, but to put it on Netflix. And uh, you know, it is weird. My brother, my brother texted me a couple years ago saying, "Man, if you're a fan of the Karate Kid, you've got to sign up for YouTube right now. You got to check this out." And I just kind of, you know how it is when it comes to signing up for another yeah, thing. Like, I'm not going to spend like, another twelve bucks a month. What? Well, no, I know. Russell, Russell, Pointed this out. It was a couple years ago on the one of the podcasts. So, oh, you guys have to be watching Cobra Kai. And we're just, and I'm just thinking, you know, that'd be like the only thing I would even watch on that YouTube thing. So, like, it's, it's well, see, that's the thing. And I, saw, and I saw on regular cable at that time, so I'm like, oh, I'm already spending 170 bucks. A month oh yeah, for, you know, cable for the whole house. I'm not paying to see one TV show for a movie that I was. To be honest with you, I was never a huge fan of Karate Kid. But yeah. so since then, you've cut the cable. You've cut the cord. Yeah. Okay, so that, that twelve bucks a month doesn't seem so bad right now, right? But e- even then, so yeah, you also get no no uh, commercials on your YouTube, which is nice. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, we're also going to talk about after a little little bit about um- Umbrella Academy season two that also uh, came out yeah, right at the end of August, right? Has it been yeah. like two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that was it. Was uh, we'll talk about that first? But co- first, Cobra Kai. No, no. Let me just let's go back. A couple episodes, because I uh, quite a few episodes. Actually, let me look at it, but because I have already discussed Cobra Kai, how it is like amazing, uh-huh. and uh, uh, despite uh, despite it being actually a free month trial, nobody, uh, no, no, none of y'all uh, even tried it. Well, now, I didn't even know, well, I didn't even know life kind of interferes until until I went to log on to Netflix. And it made me watch a trailer for for Cobra Kai. Oh, it really? Like, give me the option of going to the regular screen. Yeah, it, it, it just automatically it kind of automatically play. takes over. Yeah. Well, so oh, good. Well, so it's like every, other, everybody other than, other than Russell, yeah. it's like discovering it like it's a brand new thing. <laughs> I felt bad because I was definitely late to the party. So this was uh, it was actually episode number thirty one of the super fantastic terrific go. podcast. We uh, we talked about it. Which let me, let me see what when was that? That was quite a while ago now. Yeah. It was back in uh, and it, it didn't tell me. I think I took that part out of it, so it would be timeless. Yeah, <laughs> and it worked. And it worked. Because I have no idea when we would have did that podcast, but that's a, you know it's People talking about probably searching Cobra Kai now and that it's popping up like it's brand new. Right, exactly. And they're like, "Why are these guys not wearing masks?" <laughs> and we also talked about it on episode thirty-five when we talked about the Umbrella Academy yeah. originally. Mm. So, 
But that, at that point, only one of us had seen it. So now we've got, like, more, you know, input. I just kind of wanted to say, like, yeah, I feel bad for being late to the party because, like, again, I was never a huge Karate Kid fan. You know, I thought it was okay. It's like, a lot of people, it's like, you know, one of the memorable movies of the 80s. But for me, it was just like, okay, you know, I wasn't big into, you know, Daniel Now, do you, re- and... do you remember seeing it in a theater? Did you see Karate Kid in the theater? I probably did not see it in the theater. Wow. Wow. You know, you know? Probably back then, we were still watching, like, you know, dubbed, you know, Asian Kung Fu movies. You know, so I, right. I, I didn't feel the need to go see this American karate film. Right. Whatever. I, I, then I watched it later, and I like it, but I, it was never, like, one of my top 80s movies ever. But I'm going to say this, like, this is another example of how, like, TV series are better than movies. Because, quite honestly, I like Cobra Kai at season one better than I like Karate Kid, any of the Karate Kids. Well, Absolutely. Yeah, you get yeah. so much more character development. You get so much more story. Right. You know, instead of having to cram things in. And, and it's cool that it's, it's like a, in, in between tw- 22 minutes to 30 minutes, it's kind of like random times because they don't have to, you know, fit it into like, you know, a commercial format schedule. Yeah. And it's just it was just perfect. I mean, like every episode would end and that Cobra Kai symbol would come up at the end and you'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they do go by. Sweep the leg. Do you find yourself rooting for Johnny Lawrence? Totally. And I, and I think there's another weird factor to this. I think this may have not have been possible if it hadn't have been for Johnny, uh, for uh, the actor playing himself on that final season of How I Met Your Mother. Remember that dreadful final season of How I Met Your Mother? Where they tried no, to have, it like, was dreadful. He was, the real karate, he was the real karate kid. Yeah, Barney Stinson like, says, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I saw Barney the real karate Stinson, kid. Barney, Barney Stinson was ahead of, ahead of everybody. Because he was. Because he was like... That was his favorite character. Yes. Cause, uh, yeah, because during the show, they would talk. He would talk about how, you know, he, he would describe Karate Kid. And he's like, "What movie are you describing?" He's like, yeah. I'm "Talking about Billy Zabka, uh, the real Karate Kid." <laughs> the real Karate oh, Kid. Oh, that's cool. And it's funny. He ended up being like in seven of the episodes because the whole last season was supposed to take place at their like wedding, which was just a dumb idea for to try. Yeah, that was a, that was a bad season. It's gonna be. And uh, but he was in like seven of those episodes as himself, as the actor. Yep. And I think it almost like planted the seed for this, you know, with all these revivals of these old things coming back, the, the thought like Barney Stinson, that he was actually the hero of the film is just, was just like really a cool take on it. And, and watching season one, cause I haven't gotten into season two yet. It's, it's like really interesting because you're sitting there going, okay, well I'm waiting for his redemption part of the story. Like, right. Oh no, but he's still an asshole. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's what it, it's supposedly the, you know, the redemption of Johnny Lawrence, but he is he's lured back into that yeah. old Cobra Kai lifestyle because he what he grew up with. And uh boy, um God, you're in such you're, I envy you where you are right now because you haven't seen season two yet and so yeah. you don't know what's coming and I do and it's it's even better. So it gets even better. Oh, it does, I'm, absolutely. I'm on, I'm on like the last of season one right yeah. now. Okay, well I don't wanna I won't give away the very first, end because yeah. there's a really cool scene at the end of the last episode, but Oh, I got it. I want to talk about it, though, Andy. Go, go watch it. Go man. for it, dude. <laughs> Just talk about it. Just, yeah, I'll be the way, the way I watch things, I won't be watching this till next year. Yeah, there's <laughs> some, well, there, I, won't, I won't say what it is, but there's this one scene at the very end that's like the look on his face. Like something happens, and the look on his face is just like, oh, my God, what have I done? Look on, on Johnny Lawrence's face. Like 
he thinks he's becoming a good guy. He thinks he's changing his life. And then his influence on, on some of his students, like, he just has this look on his face that's like almost like he's seen a ghost when this kid says this one line to him. And it was just perfect. Is it, it, not, is perfect. it something something he said to Crease maybe at one point or something? Well, it's just, you know, things that he's teaching because he's teaching the old Cobra Kai style. Totally. You know, he's uplifting yeah. these loser kids, which is so funny how we... <laughs> you know, and yeah, dur- during the uh, yeah, when when these kids start showing up, he's like, "Who are these losers?" <laughs> you know, when he makes fun of the kid with the cleft lip, yes. you know, you're like, but again, I love I love that that he's like so not politically correct. Oh, he's great. Yeah. So this kid has this messed up lip, and he's just keep, he starts calling him lip, and everyone's like, "Oh, the other nerdy guy, perfect casting." Like my favorite character, honestly, is the is the third of the nerds. The one, right. that, the, the one that yeah. dropped out. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I wish... These kids are better actors than the strange, Stranger Things kids, as yeah. far as I'm So, who, who did that kid movie. remind you of from high school? Who did that kid remind me the, of? The one that dropped out. Uh, I know I, that he specifically that he reminded me of. Okay. But I just, I just thought he played it, that role so well. He was just like, so... You know, my move is I'm gonna I, I gotta study for this test because I gotta go to college, and then maybe in like ten years, then I can ask the girl out when I have. Dude, <laughs> yeah, he, he also hits on that the hottest girl at that party. Yeah, at that, on that same episode that you're talking about, yeah. and that's pretty funny when he does that. So I thought that kid was excellent, like throughout the whole season, and then again with the hot character. So we're talking about Lip. So so Johnny Lawrence is just picking on this kid that's got his all. Well, you know, that, what am I supposed to call you? You've got this messed up lip. And he's like, oh, he just thrashes him. And so this kid looks like he quits, too, just like the other kid did, does. But then he comes back, like, the next day with this freaking mohawk. Mohawk, and, yes. So and the good. guy's just all, you know, he starts calling him hawk. It's like he has yeah. that, kid, that kid did such a perfect transition from being, like, nerd character to, like, this badass punker. To a believable punker. Totally. Like, just, like, just with the haircut, dude. That was, the kid was great. I wish these kids had been the kids in Stranger Things rather than some of the kids who were in Stranger Things. Oh, nice. I think they're better. Yeah, I don't know. They, they did a great job. Yeah. So, no, I love the, the Hawk character was great. <laughs> but those, yeah, that, that's, that nerd crew is, like, cool. Now, what did you think, like, watching uh, Ralph Macchio? Okay, well, let's just start with one thing. Number one, yeah. Ralph Macchio right now? Yeah. 58 years old. So two years ago, yeah. he was 56 wow. years old doing this, yeah. this series. No, it's just amazing, number one. Cause yeah, he, you no, know, he was 23 yeah. years old playing a uh, high, high school, school high school kid, yeah. right? But what well, did he's you th- one of those people that has always looked younger than he is, but it feels like it's now it's slowly starting to catch up with him. You know how there's always that one guy? It's like the Paul Rudd, uh, William Br- uh, Brimley thing, you know? Paul Rudd doesn't look like he's aged a day in 20 years. Right. Ralph oh, Macchio and Wilford Brimley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ralph Boxio was that way for like decades, but now you can kind of see it in his eyes. So let's just go back. So just just in case, just, just to recap, we found out that in the movie Cocoon, Wilford Brimley is 49 years old. I still can't. And now the same age that uh, Paul Rudd is. Oh, the Andy and, well, and I are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, 
I think I'm look. I think I look close to this closest to Wilford Brimley with the beard, but maybe. maybe. But, I crossed over the forty nine too. So. Oh, I, I think maybe we all have now at this point. Yeah. But could you play a seventy eight year old man? <laughs> with no makeup. I don't have. I don't have that ability. Uh, I don't think. I don't think I'm believable at that yet. Yeah. Some mornings I wake up thinking I look seventy eight. Some days I feel it. You know, after yeah, a, a hiking. And then you eat your oatmeal and you're all good. <laughs> or, or every time I, I shop at Target and I see myself in the eye of that that camera at oh, yeah, the, the check <laughs> it's like what the hell happened to me but yeah. the the uh the Danny LaRusso yeah you re- I, I I believe I just really didn't like him as a character like you know he's he does a good job of I actually dislike him in this in, in Cobra yeah. Kai oh yeah. Yeah. he's like no, he's he's kind of villainous yeah. Well, it's not funny because he's he's still you know, because well, now he's like the rich guy. He's the he's the rich guy with the big pool. They've changed places. The yeah, they They've swapped places. Yeah. And he's a little bit cocky, and he's and it's so funny because Johnny gets under his skin. Like he's got everything going for him, but this dude, this rival from you know this you know under eighteen karate league, comes back into his life, and it's just like turns his life upside down he just like yeah because because he based the whole gimmick of his car lot on being the all valley champ oh yeah with the with the commercials and he does the karate moves and and... yeah (laughs) how upset were you when when his cousin torches johnny's car i was like i felt a lot better after johnny kicked all their asses wow oh man this guy's just getting his life back together because two of those guys were two like one of those dudes was really big and i thought oh dude johnny's not going to be able to get him but with the cobra kai yeah he struck first and oh and the uh i don't know i i appreciate the uh how the, there's like the uh, Johnny's uh, son being taken in by Ralph Macchio, yeah. by the Karate Kid. Uh, that, that, to be honest, that was my one like minor complaint was how quickly that kid went from being like a, you know, hanging out with his street hood friends to like right. he's coming. To, that was too quick of a turn for him. You know, yeah. uh, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. He walks right up the car lot for a couple of days, and like his whole character changes. <laughs> Something about that kid, dude. I can't tell if he's like handsome, but like little. There's just something about that guy that kind of bugs me a little bit. It's dude. the haircut, I think. Maybe it is the haircut. Yeah, yeah, it could be the haircut. <laughs> we, we all wish. We wish we could have that so, hair in high school. So that would have been good I, hair. I tend to root for the uh, the dark haired protege of Johnny, dude. Miguel. Yeah, yeah. Miguel. Yeah, I'm kind of a Miguel guy. And it is funny how they found a guy who looks basically like a Daniel Larusso did, as far as body type, hair, uh, the goofy way he kind of like will say, "Oh yeah, oh you want to do that? Oh yeah." Like, dude, he's he's doing an imitation of what he used to sound like yeah. on the Karate Kid. I think because he was 23 and he wanted to sound younger, a lot of times he would do this real kind of kind of uh, annoying Adam, Adam Goldberg way of talking or whatever. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but I'm hoping Allie with an eye comes back for season three because Elizabeth Shue's still a knockout. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I just well, actually I was just rewatching uh, season one of The Boys, and she's in that. And yeah. oh, she's good in that. You know, too. by the way, she, but she, remember uh, in I think it was Back to Future 
one or two when they go back and then and she's she sees her old self yeah um i think it was season two and uh when she sees her old self like she the elizabeth shoe of now kind of looks like the old elizabeth shoe from back to the future too like it's almost uncanny how how well they did on aging her oh really dude oh Forgot about that part. Yeah. So, so wait, I know Eddie hasn't wait, finished. Wait, wait Eddie hasn't Le- finished. Le- the you mean Leia Thompson is in yeah. Back to the Future, dude? Right? Isn't that's not Elizabeth? No, Elizabeth Shue is, the, is was the girlfriend um, in the second one. They replaced the girlfriend from the first one with a bigger name, or I guess it wasn't a big name at that time. But really? Yeah, the girl that was like the the love interest for uh, um, yes Marty McFly. Yeah. So Leia Thompson was in the first one, and Elizabeth. No, no, no Leia Thompson well, played of them. the mom. Leia Thompson oh, they just the mom. added a, an but Elizabeth Shue character. Michael J. Fox's girlfriend was right. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And then remember, she gets like I'm, they're in the I'm, future, I'm, and she's he like you know. He has to blank her memory. He has to blank her memory. No, no, dude, there's a franchise I never really got past the first one on. Oh, how dare you! Yeah, I know. <laughs> My kid loves them all. Dude. Now, well, now we have to do a uh, Back to the Future you know, episode where we, yeah. uh, you know, continuing our string of really recent movies. Yes. Russ, you well, mentioned the boys. And to be fair, there haven't been any recent. There movies. haven't. No, nothing's come out. This is we are anything, anything worth watching. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, direct to streaming. <laughs> okay, so but so Dave, you said the boys. Yeah, yeah, you've been you've been watching the boys. So yeah, I just rewatched season one because, and then I wa- I was going to wait until all the episodes of season two dropped. Right. And you're right. They're doing. Yes. They did three like the first time, like the first week. Yeah. Then now they're going to do them every Friday. And I thought, oh, I'll just I'll just wait till they all come out. By the I, I I watched all of season one. Just it was so good. I thought I got I got I got to watch it. So I watched the right. first three of season two. It just as good. It's so great. It's so good. Funny Russell because because I watched I watched season one this summer and like you know I, then I was all okay cool season I, I was talking about it I'm watching it I'm watching it with Kim in the room. No clue. She doesn't listen to half of what I say most of the time when I'm talking about my nerd stuff. But then they announced that Jensen Eccles, who's Dean from Supernatural, is going to be in uh, season three. And so Kim turns to me and goes, oh, what's this series called The Boys? And I'm like, I literally watched it with you in the room. Like, how are you? Like, don't know what. But now you're like little, you know, hottie, hottie guy that you like from Supernatural. Which one? Which one is he? He's Dean. Dean. He Dean is the... the, uh... The cool one, not the, the big cool one. one. Okay, not the. All right, all right, all right. I think I know which one that is. I don't. I don't think I know what's cool anymore. So that may, it may not be. I may not be right. Um, I thought it was funny. She's like, "Oh, what's the boys?" <laughs> uh, so I was trying to play. So the, really, it's it's been it's been a while now since I've watched uh, season one of Cobra Kai, yeah. but uh, Daniel's uh, daughter. Yeah, she kind of plays a uh, interesting role, kind of uh, bridging between. Um, uh, Miguel being kind of a love interest, and yep. then uh, with uh, what's the what's the other kid's name? Uh, Refresh me. The the, the uh, long hair the long haired kid. Sons, the, whatever the son. The son, yeah. So they son, she kind of bridges between them and is kind of a love interest of both. Kind of that yeah. same of the Elizabeth uh, shoe character. Well, well, if you think about it, it's kind of like the uh, you know um, Romeo and Juliet style with both the people that love interests. 
because one is the guy that's being trained by Johnny and the other one's his son. So like there's a, you know, Daniel's house versus Johnny's house factor in both of those relationships. Which makes it kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, so he's like, you're not going to date anyone from that Cobra Kai place. Right. (laughs) The greatest thing that I've heard, I'm only on season one, but I'm almost done, is when Daniel is balancing on one hand and that kid goes, what are you doing? And he goes, that's a technique Mr. Mahegi taught me. It frees up both of your legs for kicking. And I was just like, oh, I got to see this move, dude. I got to see whatever one-handed handstand double kick these motherfuckers are going to be hilarious, dude. It doesn't even make sense. It frees no, Daniel up both like, your oh, legs for kicking, dude. So I, I almost got it once when I was in my 20s. So <laughs> right. Right, dude. That's like something you tell a three-year-old kid. Then I well, what it, it, what it is, it's, it's the equivalent of, you ever saw Blades of Glory, like the that special, like... <laughs> Kick yeah, moves. what was that like one? Kick people's heads the, off, you know, the, the crucible or something. Kind of right, so you don't slice the person's head off with this loop. <laughs> right. That was funny. The iron, iron crucible. So, what would, so, so, most have <laughs> seen it. Andy's seen most of it. What would you say your favorite scene though is? Because there were so many good scenes. But what would you say your favorite scene was? I have mine. You want to hear mine? Let's hear yours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my favorite scene is when when Johnny's sitting down with Miguel. And he's like trying to explain to Miguel what happened in Karate Kid and telling it from his point of view. Absolutely. Like this dude, I've been dating this girl for two years. This dude just like shows up out of nowhere. And, and that they were my honest. girl. They, and, and, he that does, and he punches me for no reason at the beach. Dude, he did. Dude, he I was I, I was in the bathroom and the guy the guy puts a hose in and sprays me. You know, like and yeah. that's what's so funny is that he's sitting on the toilet. And then he has his old fr- and then he has his old guy friend beat the crap out of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this old guy shows up and beats the crap out of me and my friend for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. So no, no, no. And, and it was perfectly cut together too, like that. And, and that was goes, great. Dude, he goes, he goes. I'm pretty sure Billy's still got brain damage. From that <laughs> yeah, dude, it was just like that's exactly like something he would but say. But it was great with, with the clips from Karate Kid, like interspersed in the episodes. It was like it was so like nostalgia. And then there's the great scene where, the, like, uh, after Johnny's car gets torched and he's going to go fight him in his backyard, right? Yeah, and then they end up having like breakfast together, and then going out and having drinks, and it's like they're just connecting, you know? They're just oh, finally yeah. like connecting right. over their similarities. I thought that was great, rather than having them fight right then. No, you know, I like, know, dude. It's totally unexpected. And the know? the ladies bring them together, and they yeah. realize like, oh, we maybe we have more common ground than we thought. Looking up the, the girl from the original film, like on Facebook, but her, her photos are blocked. <laughs> Dude, and that was a great that was a great scene when they're in the bar and Danielson yeah. is showing him Facebook and yeah. what Allie's doing and he's yeah. reading her last name and yeah. and they look at the guy, dude, and he's like a total stud dude on the side of some mountain and Johnny just goes, yeah, That guy's just... a fucking loser or something. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel like, Yeah, just, yeah, you're right. That, that scene was so perfectly played that you're almost disappointed when, you know, they're like little pseudo you know, frenemies thing kind of ends at the end of that episode because you're like, just you want them to be like best pals now. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you or to have that drunken Rocky fight. You know, at the end, like they're getting ready to have a drunken Rocky Rocky uh, three fight, like Apollo Creed and uh, Rocky. Right. That, and that and that was the the theme of the whole season is yeah. like you, you you're rooting for Johnny. You're like, oh, I'll do it, and then 
he, he gets he just he gets pulled back a little bit into his yeah. old world, and then he's close again. He gets pulled back. It's like it's almost every episode. There's this like just this, this, just this suspense of like, is he, is he going to be good? Is he? and 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 then he always comes back to being bad, or at he, least he cleans up his apartment, all the beers and the trash, and then like the next episode, whoa, he's whoa, sitting there with his whoa, tours, right. tours banquet beer again. But I but I think part of his character is that he's dumb, dude. Yeah, you know, like oh, on totally. like he's a very basic kind of personality. Yeah, basic. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like he doesn't, and you can see why he and Allie would have never worked out in a million years, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's good. <laughs> I'm I, I'm super impressed. I'm. I'm I'm wondering how, where season three is or season two is going to go because of the reveal of and that I won't spoil for Andy, but I'm I'm, wondering, I'm wondering what direction it's going to go, and it, if you're saying season two is just as good, absolutely, Incredible. just as good. So I'm excited. Oh, I, I almost plow, keep plowing through it. I almost didn't want to rush right into it because I didn't want it all to be over that quickly after you know hearing about the show two years ago. I got through season one so quick I was kind of like, oh, okay, let let it. Let it sit for like a week before right. I dive into season two, because it's like a five-hour movie basically, and that's why I said these. That's <laughs> there's going to be more and more of these like streaming series because it's just you get so much these little limited series TV shows. You get so right. much. You do. Look again, the, the Mandalorian, which we should have had a trailer for season two by now. Um, they they dropped some of the like exclusive pictures of season two today, but it's like I'd almost rather have. Like a ten episode Star Wars TV show now, then get another wait two oh, years. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Absolutely. Just keep giving me the TV stuff, man. And be yeah, disappointed. Develop the characters. And... Yeah. I agree, and then yeah, the way they do it now, the there's only one arc in these, yeah. you know, this season, and and so it's yeah. basically like you said, it's basically a uh, you know five hour movie, and well, there's not there's not the uh, like you know the one episode because I'm also watching season five of Lucifer right now, uh-huh. and like they go three episodes into the season five, and then the fourth episode is some kind of weird like noir deal where they they're back in the in the forties, nah, and I'm that. like I'm like and, and all the characters are you know they're all playing like other characters you know, yeah. and I'm like why are they doing this? This is Dude, not that's what Supernatural does like every other show. Oh, they'll well, just do something like that. Like we're almost through it, but the funny thing was, like Supernatural will say, it's, it's so cheesy the way that because they'll have all these characters in this big story arc going, but they want to throw in their like regular like monster of the week episodes. Yeah. So they'll like send other characters like off for like four weeks. Like, oh, he's looking for this, just so they don't have to write story for that character. <laughs> How many seasons have there been? Seventeen? No, fifteen. It's fifteen. 15. They're filming the finale like now because it got stopped. They were two episodes away from finishing it, and then the. The pandemic happened. They're they're, they're filming the end of it now, but it's so funny because, like, seriously, they'll they'll be like, "Oh, okay, well, this character is too powerful, so we got to get rid of him for like four episodes, so they can just go, you know, search for a werewolf this week, right? (laughs) So they can salt some bones and uh, and burn them, you know." I, I love the Scooby Doo episode. That's the whole reason I started watching the show. And my wife got hooked. That was a good episode. Meddling kids. And the funny thing is, you were just mentioning like going back to the 1940s. Another thing I picked up as my my sideshow, you know, that I can watch when Kim's like, you know, asleep or I wake up in the morning or whatever, is I I randomly got into Legends of Tomorrow because of uh, you know it's time travel. I love everything time travel. Sure, sure. 
But the funny thing is, like, I watched the first season. I really liked it. But there'll be like all these, every, like Jacob will walk in the room and go, "Oh, that guy's from Arrow, and that guy's from Flash," and like because I never watched those other connected shows, like there's all this backstory of people and connections with villains that like I'm just clueless to. Well, that's and that's the thing about that show is that there because there's the Flash, Arrow, yeah. and Supergirl, and yeah. Legends of Tomorrow, and they'll yeah. like. In a couple of seasons, crossover. they'll do this crossover episodes, and yeah. so you, you, you're watching, say, Legends of Tomorrow. I was watching Flash, yeah. And then there's this whole arc that you have to like follow through the other shows yeah. in order to get the whole story, and that really bugged me because at one point I was watching yeah. the Flash, and that I could get Legends of Tomorrow, I could get Arrow, and then Supergirl wasn't on Netflix. Yeah. And so I had to go to Amazon and pay like a buck ninety nine to watch this episode, so I could get the whole and then continue on with Flash. No, I, I just super I annoying. Powered through because like I'm, I'm not watching four shows just to get it. I'm like, oh, half the characters on this Legends of Tomorrow were basically introduced in these other shows, you know. Yeah. And then they spun the show up for them. But I'm just like, I just want to watch the time travel stuff. <laughs> so that's it. like my new like you know show that I'm when I'm not watching Supernatural. <laughs> 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 and I finished and I finished through season two of the Orville too, so Oh, oh. It's a good show also. Mm-hmm. So okay. So I think you well, I think we'd agree. We can all yeah. agree that uh, so so Dave, you've been awfully so quiet. Obviously I, you haven't you haven't watched yeah, any Cobra I Kai yet. Watched much of, yeah, I haven't yet. Okay. Now that, but now you've piqued my curiosity and I'm gonna have to go and watch it and it's okay. We'll, we'll get your we'll get your independent Dave, review later on. Dave, you you never saw Karate Kid in the theater, Dave. Uh, I did not. I did not. Whoa, whoa! whoa. Oh, you you got to you well, got to start back at the beginning, man. In this whole Cobra Kai series, do they feature any of the other gang members or whatever the the villains' buddies? Not in season like? one. Season two, okay. you will get. Yeah, man. You get that that guy. Oh, you get that. You get that guy, that from the uh, from the uh, first tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, like that. Whatever. I can't remember exactly. I think that dude was in the original Fright Night. Because there was also <laughs> Dutch. There was Dutch. I'm trying to think. Remember the names of the, all the guys. There was Dutch. There was. I, I, I don't remember. Inconsequential the names, but uh, at least two two of them. I think that there's a reunion. And they, okay. they like they see each other and like that guy's like now, it's, it's, Jim, you can totally do, see do, him. Do, do any of them look like they're, I mean they're they're all obviously in their fifties now. Yeah. Do yeah. any oh, of them God. still look like they can do karate? Because I mean most people let themselves go okay, after so a while. They, dude, they all look pretty good. Up a great point. J- Dave just brings up a good point, and and it's what I'm going to talk about. Daniel San's weird body, dude. <laughs> It doesn't look like it's very strong, dude. Mm. Okay, this was always the problem with the Karate Kids, dude. Is that Daniel San is like pigeon toed, not need, caved in chest, caved in chest, dude. Like he looks weak, dude. His <laughs> wrists are flapping all over the place, dude. And and it doesn't look like he's got any any you know he's not any stronger. Yeah. And I mean, Johnny at least still has, you know, big muscles or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, so, and I know that, you know, my Aikido Kung Fu Karate is based a lot more on balance and it's not about power and yeah. all that stuff. But I just wish 
Daniel Russo could have worked out a little bit. You could, know, could he have done like a push-up challenge or something? You know, That's something. Saying, yes. Just tone up. Just tone up for yeah. the thing. You know. That's yeah. all. And I so, and I love that actor, whether it's Crossroads or uh, you know the Outsiders. Uh, you know, Ralph Macchio is just you know. Yeah. Well, and, he, and, he drives the girls crazy. Not never so much as he does now. Of course, <laughs> now he's just. All these high school chicks want to know who you know Ralph Macchio was. <laughs> Finally, yes. So, D- Dave, well, I, I'm looking forward to your independent review of yes, I, I would yes of all of the, the entire. So, so if you haven't I, watched, okay, yeah, because so you, you only need to watch to the my... original Karate Kid movie to then go to Cobra Kai. You don't need yeah. to watch two or three because they're not worth watching. Yeah. Because I was well, the reason I ask this. Okay, I was in my late thirties, early forties when I took martial took up martial arts. Oh, nice, for, dude! And it kicked my ass. It got me in shape uh, to the point where my wife's like, "Okay, you're not fitting in your clothes. You're bulging out of stuff." Hell yeah! <laughs> but and it's like, okay, but there was I, physical limitations on stuff I could do. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean. There's no way I could throw a high kick. Right. So the thought of Ralph Macchio balancing on one arm while he kicks someone with both of his legs, like try and visualize someone standing on one hand, their legs are up in the air, and now they're going to do a super kick where they use both legs to kick somebody. I don't see how they get the leverage. Uh, I don't understand how this kick works. (laughs) Russ, Russ, can you tell me, am I going to get to see this? Oh, you'll get to see the kick. Oh, you gotta you gotta watch the and, you gotta uh, watch it. Is it believable? All. Is it not CGI and, and... No, it's, huh. not, it's not like crouching tiger hidden dragon. No, it's like, it's all believable. Flying around on wires. Right. So you ever you ever seen one of those videos where like there's a former gymnast who uh, you know is Olympian Olymp- mm-hmm. Olympic gymnast, and the guy's now he's still like five foot eight. But now he's two hundred and seventy-five pounds, yeah, and dude. he's got he's got like that ben- belly with the uh, paniculus. It's like hanging over, right. and and then you see him do like a, a series of like backflips and tumbling, and he does like a double flip in the air and lands on his feet at two hundred seventy-five pounds. You're like. Muscle memory is a hell of a thing, you know? Yes, and he oh. does, and he manages not to throw his back out. In the right, and, and he's okay. You're like, oh. <laughs> that's amazing. I would I, I, this, most, is, it's, it's, this is like that. Okay. Dude, the most fake part of any Karate Kid Cobra Kai movie is when the master is teaching the student, you know, and starts throwing these punches, and the student now has learned enough from waxing that they're just blocking and they're doing this hardcore yeah. fighting. But that, that was like, another favorite so scene was when uh, how it happens. No. Miguel was cleaning the window in the um, Cobra Kai before he's going to open it up. He's all sort any way you want me to do this. And he's all like, oh, I don't give a. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was funny. Uh, that's good. That was funny, man. So, so David, well, say wa- let's, let's watch watch some Cobra Kai, and uh, but definitely, you, and again, you haven't watched the original Karate Kid. No, we I have. It. I didn't see it in the theater. That's oh, the you didn't see it in the theater. theater. Okay, thank you. All right, I, I thought that was. Uh, all- I, I went to I went down to Telford in Belmont Shore, rented it, and okay. 
So, so you, uh, didn't, you didn't rent the jerk, though, huh? But uh, no, but so so the other thing that uh, dropped this week or last week—it's been about about a little over a week—was um, Umbrella Academy season two. Okay. Now, Brad, I, I remember you had written in the chat after like yeah. two or three episodes. You're like, you hated it. I, I, I can't stand this season two. It's so. Was it boring? Was he said it was boring or just like? I, I there wasn't enough five in it, which there's well, a lot of five. Well, the problem is, like, my favorite character from season one was the character Hazel. Okay. The, the, yeah. uh, you know, the, 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 like, time assassins that, you know, were there right. to try to, you know, take some people out that wore the pig masks and stuff. Like, hey, I thought Hazel was great. Not like he's not in this. Like he's like okay. Well, let let you know. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Hazel eats it in the first episode, in the first five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but they but they still have flashbacks of them, don't they? No, no, not at all. Season two. Hazel and Cha Cha are gone. They're not there. Well, Cha Cha died last season. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I don't but miss her, but Hazel was like my favorite. Character. I, I miss Cha Cha. I liked Cha Cha. Yeah, I like Cha Cha. Is the time traveling old kid, the kid that plays like he's seventy years old? Yeah, yeah. But it's five. Like, he's he's really like, he was my man. favorite character of season one. Because if you have to admit, like season one was really cool because they had like the really cool fight scenes with the music, and, and and it was like really interesting. But some of the powers that these people have are like weird or lame. It's like, oh no, dude, I think that Bill, I I, I heard a rumor great, thing was dude. like, I think I heard a rumor is a weird power. The, the dude with nah, the gorilla body is like hard to look at sometimes. Oh, you, you know what? I, <laughs> actually, I found him. They whatever the like, changes they made in his appearance on season two, much more. I was much more able to look at him. They did a better oh, job in season one. I was like, I can't even look at the guy. Hey, dude, he still looks like a Koopa Troopa from the. From <laughs> he the does, Super yes, Mario Brothers. exactly. Even, even Diego's power is like kind of dumb. Like he can like you know, it's just water. It's a couple matrix bends and throw some nunchucks. I mean, uh, throw some stars. He's like an airbender yeah. for knives, you know? That's, yeah. you I've know seen that. What's funny, dude, is that I didn't like Diego on the first season very much. I'm uh, starting to like him in the second yeah. season a lot more, yeah. So, so you guys, if you guys want to say some positive things about it first before I tell you my problems with it. Because obviously Russell liked it much more than I did. Well, He's like, what are you talking about? This is great. You know, I, I think it was very consistent. I think it wasn't, you know, from season one to season two, I think it was very consistent. Um, yeah. I think the uh, – the uh, there was a lot of kind of backstory on how they – because uh, just they, – they all travel back in time to different points. And so they're not all at the right. same time. But, but then they – really the story is how they all – how they all you – know, like even the first half of the season is how they all come back together yeah. in, back in time. I think, and I, I think each one of their stories. So, to your point, Brad, the it was kind of like the uh, final season of Arrested Development on Netflix. Like they, it's like they they sh- they shot them all separately, and then they right, and then you know they had the characters. Them. You know, each character was in their own episode. Yeah, but they weren't all together, and they felt like a little bit like that in the beginning uh, of the season. But they uh, they brought it all together at the end. My uh, problem was, like, I, I ended up liking it by the end because I think it finally clicked into the story once they kind of got back together again. It's kind of like how, like, when you watch Lord of the Rings, 
Fellowship of the Ring is so great because it's like all the characters together as one group, you know, on this quest. And Two Towers, they split all the characters up into their own journeys. Right. And it's kind of distracting because, like, you're following one story, then you got to go back to the next Yeah. Fellowship is much more consistent, like, from beginning to end. And, and, and I like it better when they're all together and working towards a, a purpose. Whereas I didn't even like some of the individual stories. Like, I, I just felt it was too preachy and too trying to be, like, a social justice warrior where, oh, we got the one storyline about them. You know, the, the black people in this era trying to sit at the counter, you know, like that wasn't, you know, I've seen that before. I don't need to see that in my show about, you know, let's rub everyone's nose in it one more yeah, time. Well, but, but like, there's like, you know, we're, we're dealing with a show where there's like a talking ape and a monkey man and, you know, superpowers. And yet we're doing, so we're telling these stories that I could have seen on like quantum leap, you know? Right. They've got the, they've got the one the one girl the Oh girl, yeah, I, I I get what you mean. Yeah. Is like having a love story with some lady on a farm and the one girl's like trying to, you know, fight for civil rights and then the other guy's off being a guru. Like all three of those storylines to me were just like get to the time traveling uh kid. <laughs> I just want to get to the time traveling kid. Right. And the time the time agency was like one of my favorite parts of season 1 was the the fighting the fight scenes with Hazel and that kind of stuff, and then oh. the time travel stuff. So, so the fact that they tu- they turned it into like you know these individual like you know we've got the lesbian love story and the civil rights. It's like I could see that on so many other shows. I don't need to see that in my superhero kids show. Kind of. So what, it finally clicked for me when they got to the point where they were like going to the grassy knoll and he's fighting his old you know is himself like to see who can go. Back to the Future or whatever. Right. Over the briefcase. I love that stuff. But to get there, some of these other storylines, I just didn't even care. Like, I didn't care about her love story on the farm with the, you know. Well, I I think they made a mistake in season one that they made Vanya, like, basically she she was an unlikable character. And we all didn't like her. Yeah. In season two, I think they tried to redeem her a little bit by making her, you know, she forgot all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but then they introduced the whole, you know, love interest in Terry Polo, yeah. <laughs> the, the wife of the, you know, the, the creep. Um, yeah. and I don't think they've, I don't think they, I don't think they there was not a success. Yeah. I don't, I still didn't like her. Yeah. In that regard. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, definitely my least favorite of the. Sure. Uh, but, but I think, but even in the, even when they go and like, you know, they're stopping the, uh, the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, she, they still tried. They, they still kept her as good. They didn't. You know, they were. They realized she was while she was the brought apart. You know, brought the apocalypse. That she didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. And so they were trying to keep her good through the whole entire you know season. Anyway. Right. I just didn't well, like the side. Like, like I said, the the stories that didn't seem like it was a part of this comic. Oh, sorry. Sorry, it was not Terry Polo. (laughs) Though it it could have been. (laughs) Marin Ireland is the name of that. And I could have sworn it was Terry Polo. Excuse me. That was odd. I thought it was kind of hot a little bit, dude, maybe. Just a little bit. Well, (laughs) you know, 16-year-old me was like, oh, that's awesome. I'll give it like a 6 out of 10, dude, (laughs) for for hotness. (laughs) that affair dude but i like the husband i like that actor that plays the husband a lot oh yeah absolutely 
and he's great, dude. And I thought that the music was just as good as season one was, you know, and a lot of the fight choreography was pretty good. Um, any time travel thing, you know, I'm going to have problems with like, oh, okay, they all appear in the same alley in 1957 or whatever, whatever the date is, dude. And the whole, that whole thing, you know, does seem kind of like arbitrary, dude, because <laughs> because they could have met anywhere apparently yeah. in time, you know, like they could have met in cowboy times or fucking dinosaur times because five is this master of, yeah. you know time manipulation or whatever dude in fact a lot of times when they wake up and it only a split second or a moment has gone by they found out five has been working for like months trying to make this thing happen while they've just been kind of in limbo somewhere yeah. you know what i mean which is pretty crazy hmm. um Dude, I like I like how it shows the orangutan or the chimpanzee when he's young, you know. Yeah. Oh I mean? right, and that's cool. He's just starting to stab people and do things for that guy, you know. And um, yeah, so well, so I, like, I, guess, I guess I like I the elements that were that were like a part of the main story. I like the you know getting into the background of the dad and that kind of totally. stuff. Totally, like it's when just they go the to... side stories that I felt were like too common. Like I've, we've seen like again, like I said, it was like straight out of a quantum leap episode you know yeah that's right like they did a lot of quantum leap episodes like that you know where like you would leap into the body of a black man and you know totally i'm pretty sure before so i like the stuff that was more i like the stuff where like they would go to the time era the time place and like you know the fish there's like a fish that's in charge you know oh yeah that's a great character the fish head character or whatever i like that kind of stuff and the handler is still great. Yeah. She's yeah. still. Great. Oh, she so, was my yeah. one of my favorite characters. I was so glad when they uh, they basically brought her back from the dead with yeah. a bullet with a bullet hole in her head, man. So luckily, I had <laughs> that plate in my head. You're like, okay, that was a little yeah. lame, but I, I did appreciate that she was back. Totally, me too. So overall, I thought I still I still ended up liking it in the end because, like I said, the final three episodes kind of came together, but. It just for me, it was a slog to get to the good part. I was mm. a little bit disappointed in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, they set the bar really high with that first season. Yeah, you know, and you gotta cut them some slack. And I thought that whole love guru thing was kind of funny. Uh, yeah. with that Klaus's character, I thought that, I thought that was kind of funny. Well, I, I did like that they they gave the the ghost. Um, kid more to do this time yeah me was, too he was pretty him. much sidelined for the whole first season like he was dude. yeah i know until that one awesome point when he turns into like some kind of spectral octopus. octopus or whatever that was man. pretty sweet yeah. it's like what the hell are you talking about <laughs> pretty no, so I, something just popped up on my other screen here i'm like looking at me like, too what the heck is it? girls dude yeah I Russ, what are you to, doing? I just had to, I, you know, because I, I mentioned that uh, I thought it was Terry Polo, but look at these these two pictures. All right. Like, the two actresses uh, together? I, had, I have like two other screens up, and it's like, that one is like, what the heck is that? <laughs> Let's see. Terry it, Polo and uh, Marin Ireland. I will put these photos on the uh, on the show notes for sure, because like, yeah, if you didn't... Uh, they could be sisters. They could seriously. I was, I was. They tricked me. 
I uh, I think that um, making that character oh, likable is going to be tough, dude. Making Vanya's character likable is going to be tough. I don't well, know. And, and part of that's because of Ellen Page herself. She's just like she's like. Well, a, yeah. I just yeah. I just feel like she's not she's like, like funny, or there's no dude. The there's no there's no levity to her delivery, dude. Yeah. That everything mm. is very serious, and yeah, man. I think so I, I think last time we talked about Umbrella Academy season one, I think we were kind of split on Klaus versus Five. Yeah. Well, because the Vietnam stuff with Klaus was. Fantastic. That was awesome, and I and I love yeah. the exactly like I said the, the the love guru with the hands. Right. Oh my gosh! The right. what, what, what was the what did the hand say? Uh, hello and goodbye. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah. I love that, and uh, and just ha- and how he got into it. Totally. Just that whole backstory. I just love that well, part because his his ghost buddy will hold, brother will hold him up in the air, dude. You know his ghost brother does the helps him do these miracles, dude. Where yeah. it looks like he's floating in air and stuff, <laughs> and then he's a dick to him. You know, then Klaus is a total dick to that guy. I don't know why. <laughs> but Klaus, yeah, I think I, I really like Klaus prior. He was I thought he was the most consistent character. Yeah, um, yeah totally. But. There's something I, I think I've, I've changed. I think and five is absolutely my favorite now. Yeah, he's a really good actor. You know, yeah. and that kid, he's a, it's like as a 16 year old kid playing, you know, playing that role. He's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Well, he he comes he, off with that, you know, that arrogance. Like my whole life, 70 years old. Yeah. Yeah. God, he's so good. Yeah. Old man, he is a young man's body. When he's drinking that martini and like wiping his forehead with the sleeve of that uniform, dude, that he's wearing, yeah, it's great. And I forgot why he said he wore that uniform, but they address that in season two. Someone's like, you know, you could dress in any like bitchin' suit you wanted. And I think he says that you know, like wearing a little, wearing that little school uniform opens all these doors for him because people yeah. just think he's some harmless little kid, you know, <laughs> prep school kid, you know. <laughs> so he insists on wearing it. There you go. Yeah, it's good though. Very I think good, I like. I, I think I like season one a little better, dude. Yeah. Yeah. The Hazel factor. Yeah, that actor is very successful. I'm sure he's in high demand. He was yeah. on Mind Hunter. Yeah, uh, just crazy. He nailed good. it. I told you before. I watched the documentary about the actual killer. And right. He was just like he nailed it. He, he, oh. he, you would have thought it was straight out of the documentary. You thought mm-hmm. it would have been Yeah. Huh? You know, I, I see. I I don't get that. If I'd say like. As far as the the regular Umbrella Academy characters, uh, five is my is one of them. But the uh, uh, the, the the woman who plays uh, the handler, yeah, I think that I just I, I love that character. Is that uh, Terry? Um, you know, she was on Desperate Housewives, dude. What, what Terry Hatcher. Yeah. What is it? Who's that? That's like no, Terry the, the woman's name is Kate Walsh. I'm just wondering where I've seen her before. She looks. I've so- heard that name before too. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. You, you, I'm looking at her uh, 
You know, and I, I what would you guess? I, I, and it's not, I don't know. I, I hate doing this, but what would you guess her, that her actual age is? Ooh, I'm gonna guess she's a little older. I'm gonna guess like forty-eight. Forty-eight. Okay. I'd say about fifty. Fifty. Go ahead. No guess. Okay, no guess. She. She. No. 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 She is fifty-two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's still a knockout there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I was looking at her. Yeah. There was. I didn't recognize. She's really played a lot of small characters, um, and not really anything that I recognize her from. No like big television roles as a mother, or something like that. No, no. But we're going back to 1996. She's been working. So. Whoa. Yeah. Mama Mia, that's a career. Oh, well, you know what, though? I think here's one. The Drew Carey Show. She was in 22 episodes of The Drew Carey Show. Oh, Maybe yeah, that's yeah. where I remember her from. Yeah. Hmm. She was, she was the, wasn't she the um, Drew Carey's friend, I thought? Yes. And the, I've never seen this show before. It's called Private Practice. There were 111 episodes, and she was the main character. <laughs> No way. I've never even heard of it. So I just, you know, apparently it wasn't wasn't, wasn't for us. It's hard to get a random question. Say again? I said, do we have any other shows to talk about or can I ask a random question? Random question. Go ahead. Okay. So this one's for Dave and Russell because me, me and Andy already know the answer to this. Oh man, Dave and Russell, have you ever been kicked out of a theme park? <laughs> no, I can't say that I have. Russell, I know you worked at one. I worked at one. Worked at Knotts. Um, I've never been kicked out of one. This this came up on a Facebook conversation because I've been mm. trying to keep myself busy. Um, literally, just like you know, we we. There's not much we can do still, you know, like, in, you know, as far yeah. as going places, doing stuff. So so I've been doing this dumb, you know, OCD photo project. I did, like, where I've traveled, like, all the places I've traveled to. And I like, still don't believe you went to Huntington Beach. Yeah, that's I did. Crazy. I still don't believe you. Yeah, that's But wild. then I, I started doing, like, you know, okay, so, like, zoos and theme parks that I visited. And, and instead of doing, like, you know, because you don't have photos from when you go to um, water parks, right? Because you don't have a camera back in the day. Especially back right. in the day, like, you know. You're on water slides all day. You're not taking photos. So I just did like a thing. I, all the water parks I've been to is one post. But my favorite story ever from one of those water parks was getting kicked out of Wild Rivers. Yeah, with a big group. <laughs> with a big group of people. And, and it was hilarious because when I brought this up, like uh, Scott, pushed- we, all, we all gave like fake names when we got kicked out. Because whatever, they don't ever check your name when you go into a water park. So it didn't matter what name we gave them. They're not right. going to be like, oh, oh, oh Brad Chow. Yeah, they don't in. take your name when you when you sign up. Yeah, yeah, when you get there. So it's so funny that they made us all say our names, and we all said like fake names, and like Scott remembered his fake name, and it's sort of this whole thing because we all use like aliases. And then so, Richard remembered his fake name. Yeah, Richard remembered his fake name, and he goes, he felt bad about it because it was like somebody we knew, and I'm not going to say it because Andy swore me to secrecy. But I think that was hilarious. It was just dude. funny because I was trying to remember who used that name because that was going to be my fake name. And like the person that told their fake name right before me blew it, stole my, stole my fake name. And I had to come yeah. up with the name on the spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and and that, so the funny, 
So, so we were there all day. We had a group. Of, it was probably like eight of us, I would say. Seven of us, eight of us. I yes. can't remember everybody that was there. But I know it was like, you know, you know, Eric and Jeff Dunham, you know, whatever. It was like a whole group. And I just remember they used to have on the ads, they would show people on the big inner tomb ride, like, you know, joining up, like all holding. Chained you know, up. Yeah. Chained up. But when you get to the theme park, you know, you you do just that. watch the commercial of these, you know, six people going down the ride together. The first thing you do when you walk in there, it's like, oh, not, these things are the things you can't do. You can't, yeah, you know. And it's a long list. Yeah, you can't do what we just showed you on the commercial that brought you here because it's too right. fun, right? So it was 20 minutes left at the end of the day, and we're like, oh, we're making a chain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're making a chain. So, so, like Andy says, I'm sure it was Eric that went first, and he, like, stopped. There was, like, he one just part wedged of himself, dude. You I just remember. wedged yourself, and you waited for the other dudes. So, and so we ended up, like, I don't think all of us chained up because, you know, the momentum took us down the hill. But well, least, Richard, like, dude, Richard Morgan like, came down last and smashed into us and got us going again, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and then all of was the last. Like, a group of six guys come crashing down into the splash pool. And, and, and as I come up out of the water, these lifeguards are waving, going, you're out, you're out of here, you're out of here. And They're screaming at us, but, but they but they had to escort us back to the lockers so we could get like our wallets and keys and everything. They perp walked like, us back to the security guard like do a perp walk out of the park. It was stupid, and some and of, of us had our hands like, above our. We little assholes were putting our hands behind our back, like you know. Yeah, <laughs> it was just yeah. funny because like this random thing I posted became like this funny memory because everybody was remembering like, oh yeah, I remember when we did that and i remember what my fake name was nah, someone say, I, I like how andy said someone who shall remain eric dunn yeah yeah someone who but his initials are eric dunn dude i came around the bend and and i was the second guy to go down after eric and there's eric dude he's got his legs he's got his feet pinned up against one side of the trough and his back pinned up against the other side of the trough and I was going, no, but, but I'm not, no, We don't want to no. blame on him, though, because it was a group thing. We decided, okay, the day's almost over. We're doing this because those, those, those efforts put this in their damn commercial. And then we get here and they tell us we can't do this. Right. So we're Ooh. doing it. I just didn't right. expect that we were going we to get escorted out because you know what a goody two shoes I am. I'm like, oh. Oh no! I'm in trouble. Well, that now. was weird as they do, like in like Scott Cole well, and Rich, yeah. and it was like a bunch of really nice guys who didn't yeah. normally and get The fact that you could breathe at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, that was that, yeah, that was Raging Waters. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Waters oh, was that like, was the worst. Raging yeah. Waters was like four hours of fun, and then I can't breathe for five hours. <laughs> and then you feel like you smoked a carton of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just horrible. Your chest would. Like, go ahead and just you know. Put the hole in my neck. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> get some air. Here. It's, it's pre-COVID. Yeah. No, that was. Anyway, uh, I thought that was a funny story. I just wanted to share that. But we all had fake names, and someone stole my fake name. <laughs> Did you remember your fake name? What was your fake name? Did oh you... yeah, my fake name was somebody we knew. That's why we. That's what we're not. Rubbed. Oh, so you all just picked somebody from, say, high school that wasn't there. Yeah, from somebody who didn't get invited to go with us. <laughs> oh. We we the lie, dude, That's why I couldn't get in. Damn you, Brad. <laughs> right. They'd try and get in, and then they'd be like, hey, mother of effort, you were here last week. You tore the place up. You can't come in. <laughs> and Brad would have his revenge or whomever. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then Richard said he still feel guilty to this day for throwing out the fake name. <laughs> <laughs> right, dude, yeah. Not like it had any consequences, but... No, no, uh, no. Like I said, they don't, they don't yeah. check your ID or your name when you're walking into the water park in your bathing suit. It's not like you got an ID to show, you know? Yeah, right. we didn't even Did you pay your $47? Okay, come in, you know? Yeah, well, exactly. The, to Andy, I said the funny thing was, on the way out, they gave us, like, you know, twenty percent off coupons to come back. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. <laughs> come back now. We're they were still having a bad. They had your money already. They just, yeah, you well, know. The guy, the guy at that turnstile doesn't know. You know. Yeah. Hardened criminals. Great. I'll be not back next week. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Anyway, I just thought that was a good way, a uh, funny story. All right. Well. <laughs> Well, Dave, in, uh, in in you know, like uh, in six months when you watch Cobra Kai and uh, yeah. <laughs> and Umbrella Academy, I will ha- okay. I will uh, be interested to hear about how you uh, how you liked them. Okay, all okay. right. Um, I, I'm I'm lucky to be on here tonight because I've just started back on my regular schedule. Oh, you did? Oh, yes. And so, Dave after midnight is like Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Not very awake. Yes, Dave barely conscious. (laughs) Oh man! Well, I apologize for being somewhat quiet. (laughs) No one's more hardcore than you, dude. Because when we start this, it's midnight where you are. Yes. So what do we say? We we take next week off and then reconvene for the the jerk. uh, Yes. Correct. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Hold, hold, Hold your jerk till then. Okay. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, so uh, I I decided we uh, we need to be on the uh, Apple Podcasts. So now we are up on what formerly was the iTunes Podcast Directory. Now we're on the Apple Podcast Directory. Uh, there's a link over on superfantasticterrific.com. If you go to the uh, top of the page, you can click on Listen On, and there's uh, many ways to listen. And including Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Play, and now Apple Podcasts. It's a new one. So uh, tell a friend. And so on, and so like on, and meeting. so on. That was like a Zoom meeting before the Zoom meeting. That's right. That's right. Was right. Anton or whatever it was. Of course, the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch was the original uh, Zoom meeting. Right. Right. With the squares. <laughs> right. Uh, so all you find all the show notes, including these pictures of uh, Terry Polo in uh, Marin, Ireland. And you can see how why I made the mistake of calling one the other. Um, that's at superfantasticterrific.com. There you'll also find a link to Brad's blog, which, Brad, you've got a, a review up of Lock and Key. Yeah, that's the latest thing. That I haven't posted there in a while. Yeah, but... Uh, I, so, I got sidetracked with my travel uh, Facebook project. Yeah, that's from May of 20, 2020. Mouse, mouse minute, I, I constantly have stuff on Mouse Minute, so if you want to see current stuff. I'll, I'll post. I'll do a couple of posts, like just reposting our podcast and blog form, just so that's out there like in another sphere. All right. Okay. You, you also find the Facebook page link there, and... Uh, so we'll talk next time where we're going to talk about the jerk. You've got time to watch, refresh yourself, and oh, thanks, uh, Andy. oh God, That's we'll. Uh, <laughs> I just took a group photo. Yes, yeah, don't take that group photo. Let's That's a good one. <laughs> Trying to stretch, and he's <laughs> Brad. What is that face? Oh man, look I'm, at that. I'm walking. I thought we were done. So I was like starting to walk. It's so hot in this damn garage. I didn't know what that button did. I just pushed uh-huh. it. Well, I'm still learning <laughs> like, this technology. 
All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Thank you. Bye. Good night, gentlemen.